Good morning, good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to yet another motivational moment in the morning. Today is Friday, February 26, 2016. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this morning. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. Thank you guys again so much for joining us. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. We ask that throughout the call that you post your notes on social media, tag us in it using a hashtag, when dreams collide, as well as build it for your last name. And so that way we can see it. We can flood social media with positivity uh, and assist people to get through the rest of the week, heading on into the weekend. Also, ladies, mark your calendar. March the 5th, 2016, we'll be in Dallas, Texas. Myself, Dr. Estralia Bruce, Minister Keisha Wilson are headed out there for the Straight Talk Woman Talk in-part sessions, okay? These are going to be smaller group sessions where we are pouring into more women doing the maintenance work uh, from the intensive that happened on January 16th. If you missed the intensive and want to learn more about the in-part sessions, head on over to Straight Talk Woman Talk um, today. Um, today and go ahead and uh, secure your seat for yourself as well as a sister. No sister will be left behind. That is our mantra. That is our mission. And that is what we are doing to make sure that every woman that we are connected to in every capacity receives exactly what she needs to be her best purpose-filled her. Okay. So we look forward to seeing you all there. All right, folks, grab your pen and paper for your notes. You're driving, putting your Bluetooth. My husband is here ready to rock and roll, honey. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs, vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. Keep on building. Yes, keep on building. One author said, if you build it, they will come. If you build it, they will come. But you've got to keep on building in spite of what takes place in spite of the setbacks, in spite of the challenges. You know, if it doesn't challenge you, it would never change you. In spite of what, what happens, in spite of what it looks like, you have to keep on building. I mean, this dream that you have, these goals that you have, this vision that you see, you know, a vision is what you see. What do you see? Your vision, what do you see? You've got to keep on building. It's always going to take twice as long than you expected and be much more harder than you expected as well. So it's twice as long as you, than you prepared for, and it takes longer than you expected to get to your objective. That's just a part of this process. There could be no progress without the process. You must keep on building. Keep on building in spite of what people are saying. You know, people always try to distract you from your objective. They'll attempt to distract you from your dream. Distractions are those things that you see when you take your eyes off the prize. And, and, and a lot of times the distractions aren't bad things. Sometimes distractions can be a good thing. 
Yeah, distractions could be a good thing because it is a good thing that gets you away from the right thing. Distractions. What are you distracted by? What are you distracted with? Who is in your life that is really a distractor? You know, a distraction is an enemy. What is an enemy, Jared? An enemy is anyone that attempts to sabotage your influence and silence your voice. Write that down. An enemy is anyone that attempts to sabotage your influence and silence your voice. And sometimes we can become our own worse enemy. You see, one author said, when the enemy on the inside is defeated, the enemy on the outside can do me no harm. It is the inner me that you're having to deal with, the inner me of idiosyncrasies that you haven't told people about, the doubt, the, the unbelief, the fear, the uncertainty, the lack of confidence, the laziness. Uh-oh. It is only the lazy that call us crazy. It's only the lazy that calls the dreamer crazy. You must keep on building. See, they're, going to, they're supposed to talk about you. Visionaries and those that lack vision cannot think alike. We can't speak alike. We can't even be around each other for that long. It's oil, it's oil and water. They just don't mix. Keep on building. You've got to surround yourself with people that are vision carriers. You must surround yourself with people that may have the same mission but maybe share a different vision. You've got to get around the same people that will sharpen you. Iron sharpens iron. And so if you look up and you're noticing that you're not getting sharper, you're noticing you're lazy in language, you're noticing your faith is not being fortified, you're noticing that you are still in the same place that you were in two, three, four, five years ago, I always suggest to look at your circle. Look at those that are closest to you. Look at your surroundings. What, what do they have you thinking? What do they have you believing? And who do they have you becoming? Because we're all being influenced. We're all being influenced by the, those around us. We're all being influenced by what we see on television. What you have to, in, you have to do, with te- turn off the television and get tunnel vision. Tunnel vision on what, Jared? On my goal. On what I'm building. Uh, I'm, I'm so focused on what I'm building. I'm building it for my last name. I'm no longer hustling for my first name. I'm building it for my last name. See, when you get that deep down resolve of something that's pulling you, something that's calling you, you don't choose to give up or give up. You choose to, act, you choose to, to answer the call on your life, and you surround yourself with those that are sharpening you. You've got to get yourself some faith friends, not some fake friends, some faith friends, some people that share the faith with you, some people that will undergird you, some people that have your back. And just because people smile in your face doesn't mean they have your back. You've got to get you some real faith friends. Can I ask you a question? Do you have 100 pennies or do you have four quarters? I would rather have four quarters than 100 pennies every, every day of the week. You've got to get you some faith friends because I'll be candid with you. As you're building for your goals and you're building your dream, you're building for your last name, you're building your vision, you won't always feel like doing it. 
And here's what has to happen. If you only do the building in, in the times that you feel like doing it, you won't ever get through with it. So you've got to get you some faith friends that, that, can, that can surround you, that can undergird you, some faith friends that are with you, some faith friends that even when you slip into doubt, when you slip into uncertainty, they can check you. See, a faith friend will check you for, check, give you a checkup from the neck up. See, a faith friend, they, 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 will, they know when you're falling. They know when you're slipping, but they won't allow you to fall. A faith friend says, no, I got your back. A faith friend will tell you, you know what? In spite of what's taking place with you right now, because I see the vision and I'm connected to the vision, I won't let the vision fall flat on its face. I'm reminded of a story in the scripture. Young man has been suffering, been suffering, suffering, I mean, long time suffering. And uh, his friends, his friends heard about uh, a man. They heard about Jesus. They heard about Jesus. They heard about what Jesus was doing, the miracles he was performing. Uh, by the way, let me put this in there parenthetically. If you can't do it for yourself, you're going to need a miracle. And if you have not been able to get it done by yourself, for yourself, then guess what? You are a candidate for a miracle. And so his friends, remember I told you, keep on building. His friends, his faith friends got with him. They said, okay, since you've been, you've been bleeding but still leading, you, you've, been, you've been going through this circumstance, you've been going through this situation, and, and we've got your back. And we, 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 we see you building. We see you laying the block down block by block by block. That's how you build a house. You don't set out to build a house by just simply building it. You lay the foundation first. They said, you know what? We've seen you do it and we've seen that you've had this, these issues. So we're going to take you to somebody that has your answer and not your same problem. You've got to be careful as you're building it to connect with people and always seek out people that have the answers to the problem and not suffering from the same problem. Most people say they're friends, but they're really not friends. They just have the same demon in common. But now his faith friends take him over to a house where Jesus was, and Jesus is in there teaching. You know, he was an incredible teacher, you know, to teach. Yeah, you teach to explain, you preach to proclaim. So he's in there teaching. He's teaching, and he's teaching not in the synagogue. He's not teaching in nobody's church. He's teaching in a house. He's sitting in a house teaching people, lecturing and healing and doing all these things, doing what he does. What, what happens when you show up? So he's in there teaching, and uh, these faith friends, they, uh, they, they try to get their friend into the atmosphere. They try to get their friend uh, into the environment. They attempt to get their friend next to Jesus because they know if they can get him next to Jesus, things can turn around. Things can change in an instant, in a moment. Why? Because an opportunity of a lifetime must be seized during the lifetime of the opportunity, and you've got a small window of opportunity. That's why you've got to keep on building. They attempt to get them through the front door. It's packed. It's full. They attempt to get them through the window. It's, there's no windows. They attempt to try to take them through the back door. It's full. It's packed. I mean, it is to the hilt. There's no room. What do you do when you seem like there's no way in? What do you do when this seems like there's no way out? What do you do when every single window or door seems like it's been closed on you? Can I say something to you? It's not until, hey, there it is. It's not until you close old chapters that God will begin to open new doors. You've got to close old chapters. 
so he can open up new doors. Paul said it this way, forgetting those things that are behind me, reaching towards those things that are before me. I'm pressing towards the mark of the higher calling. And so his friends were undergirding him as, as they were looking for ways to get him in. They, they, started, they, they moved from looking to seeking, and that's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to move from looking to build to start to seek to build. Why? Because Dr. Moreau says eyes that look are common, but eyes that can see are rare. They started to seek. If you begin to seek, then you will see. If you begin to seek, then you'll see. They started looking, okay, I I, I know there's healing in the building. I know know there's somebody with the answer in the building. I know know the the deliverance is in the building. I know the breakthrough is in the building. I know the financial increase is in the building. I just got to get to the building. I got to get inside the building. You got to get some tenacity about you. You got to get some doggoneness about you. You got to get some people around you that just won't quit. You may have made me cry, but you'll never make me quit. And so they say, okay, there's no way in the front door. There's no way in the back door. There's no windows. This thing is packed to the hilt. All right. I'm digging the scene with the gangster lean. Uh, we're going to figure out a way to get him in here. We ain't going back. So you've got to get to a place of I won't go back, period, not in the story. I, I know I ain't going back there. It's comfortable. It's cool. Yeah, I can look good. It can feel all right. But no, I'm not comfortable going back to my mess. And so they said, here's what we're going to do. Now, this takes ingenuity. This takes you thinking outside the box. Can I ask you a question? Why don't you think outside the box? Well, as a matter of fact, think that there is no box. And they said, here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to lower him. Uh, and we're going to carry him, these four faith friends. We're we going to carry him, and uh, we're going to go on top of the roof. Shucks. We're going to go on top of the roof and lower him. We're going to cut a hole in the roof. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to cut a hole. In the room. See, this is what this is. This is where you got to get. While you keep on building, you got to see the wall there, and you say, "Okay, either I'm gonna go over the wall, huh, I'm gonna go around the wall, or doggone it, I'm gonna go through the wall." And so here's what they said: Okay, we go lower him down through the roof, just so that he can get to the center of where Jesus is. We gonna lower him down the roof. We gonna cut a hole in the roof. Because ain't nobody thinking like this. Everybody else thinking left. We're going to think right. We're going to do what other people want so we can have what other people don't. We're going to go over and beyond what's required. And these faith friends, they they start to lower their friend. They got some rope. They start to lower him down. And they lower their friend down right on down to Jesus. And here's what Jesus' response is. He doesn't say, uh... Why, why did you cut a hole in this roof? He, he doesn't say, oh, look at this hole. Ah, no, no, no. You know what he sees? He sees faith. Faith will cause, hey, there it is. Faith will cause a miracle to happen. Faith is the birthplace for miracles. Doubt is the birthplace for tragedy. When you get the faith and the resolve to do what it is that you're going to do, to build what you're going to build, you start to surround yourself with these faith friends and you start to move the faith friends out of the way so the faith friends will step in and here's what happens they begin to lower you down to the center of your assignment they begin to undergird you and protect you and pray for you because guess what 
If you could do it by yourself, it would already be done. You've got to work like it all depends on you and pray like it all depends on him. I want you to keep on building. No matter what it looks like, keep on building, keep on moving, keep on pressing. There's nothing, your past is there for a reason. You're not even there anymore. There's no, there's no point in going back. It's a place of reference, not residence. You can use it as a reference point to see how far you come, but not to go back there. For what? Stop laying up with the same demons you ask God to deliver you from. If you prayed and fasted about something and, and you have been delivered from that thing and you have been set free from it, what's the, there's no need to go back. There, there's no need to unblock the number. There's no need to follow again. There's no need to meet for lunch or to dinner or, or to have them come over or sleep. There, there's no need for all of that because now what you're doing is giving that spirit a place again, and it's going to get you distracted. It's going to get you off course, off focus, get you emotional, get, get you thinking crazy thoughts and feelings and stuff, and, and now you can't even do what you set out to do because you didn't got caught up in it. it the, the purpose of a distraction is to distract you. The, the purpose of the adversary is to bring adversity. That's it. So when it shows up, don't be surprised, but also don't fall for the okey-doke. Don't get caught up in what it is. Recognize it. When your past calls, send it to voicemail because it has nothing new to say. You've already experienced the past. You know what happened there. You know how it turned out for you. There's no need to pick up. There's no need to answer, especially if it's not serving you, especially if it's not serving you. You have to keep focused and keep on building. If that means you need to isolate yourself, then go ahead and isolate yourself in order to to build, not to isolate to just sit idle. No, because that gives the enemy a playground to to really mess with your mind. But it means separate yourself. Go through your season of separation because that's what's necessary before your season of elevation. Before you can elevate to the new level, you got to separate from those things that are no longer serving you now. That's the only way you can continue to build. If, if your actions and your are not producing the result that you desire right now, and you know you're doing everything that you are supposed to do, then there are some other things that are attached to you, some thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that you have yet to release that is holding you back. It's not the, like my husband said, a lot of times it's not the enemy on the outside. It's the one on the inside, the doubt, the insecurity, the fear, all of those things that's holding you back and keeping you from building. But what you got to do today is look those things right in the face and say, listen, I'm not that anymore. Fear, you got to go. The scripture tells us if we resist the devil, then he must flee. So resist him and everything that come with him. You know we weren't born with a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound mind. So if you weren't born with a spirit of fear and fear shows up, that means it's not a God. So now what you need to do, just like you told the devil to, to flee, you need to tell fear to flee too because it's not of the Lord. Tell doubt to flee. Tell your insecurities to flee and keep on building. If you keep doing the work, you'll eventually believe what you're doing. That's why when you get a new job, they call it on-the-job training. Why? Because you're learning while you earn. 
You're moving forward. You're steady doing. You're not secure yet 100% in everything that you're doing. You're not familiar with everything in the office yet. You don't know everybody there yet, but you don't let it stop you from working. You still show up. You still clock in. You still do the work. Okay, well, the same thing goes for your purpose goals. Same thing that goes for your vision. Same thing that goes from your projects and all the other work that you're doing. Regardless of what it looks like or how, how familiar you are with the activity, if you keep on moving and keep on doing eventually you'll believe what you're doing to the point where you'll advance to knowing, to knowing that it works. Your confidence will increase. The insecurities will die down and go away. Yes, that's why it's important to make sure the people that are around you are filled with faith. Make sure they pray with and for you, not against you. Because best believe everybody that's praying for you is not praying for you to succeed. Some people are praying and can't wait for you to fail. Don't give them the upper hand. No matter what's going on around you or, or near you or whatever, you stay focused and you keep on building. Honey? Keep on building. Most of your friends and family won't start supporting you until strangers start celebrating you. Most of your friends and family won't start supporting you until strangers start celebrating you. It's your responsibility. It's your decision. It's your commitment. It's your resolve that's going to solve it all. Keep on building. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.